You're listening to the Modeling Confidence Podcast. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the podcast. If you are new to this podcast, hello, welcome. My name is Brooke, and I am a confidence coach. And this podcast is designed to help you retrain your brain to ditch the negative self-talk, the negative beliefs that no longer are serving you and to build a life that you love, an exciting life that fulfills you and just really work on your self-acceptance, your self-love holistically. Sorry, if you're interested in business as well, today's podcast is the one for you because We have the amazing Jada Perfect is joining me on the podcast today, and we're talking all about building confidence in business. Now, Jada is an extremely vivacious woman who knows what she wants, and she goes for it. From the age of 19, she bought her very first business and since then has owned many businesses, some successful, some not, but she has learned something about herself and businesses along the way. So Jada also runs Boss Lady Events and Boss Lady Media, where she brings women together under the one roof to network, feel inspired, motivated, kind of everything we do here on the podcast, except the in-person events are a great excuse to dress up, enjoy a beautiful lunch, and really, to be honest, get some Insta-worthy pics because The scenery is always amazingly beautiful and pink and out of this world. So our chat today, I'm so excited to share it with you guys because we talk about a lot of things when it comes to building your confidence in life in general, but also in business because Jada has a lot of experience in that. We talk about creating an alter ego or you know, kind of just something or someone that you want to become, like knowing who you want to become and stepping into that to build your confidence, to be able to chase your goals. We also talk about building your confidence to speak in front of a crowd that might be like a large crowd at an event, or it might be just going live on Facebook, whatever that looks like for you. We talk about how we ditch the negative self-talk and also how to stop others around you with like having negative self-talk because that can impact us and it impacts them. We want to positively impact everyone around us as well. We also talk about boundaries, how to overcome fears, so many different things in this podcast that I think you guys are going to love. So without further ado, let's jump into this amazing chat with Jada. I hope you guys enjoy and let's get into it. Jada, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. How exciting. I know, so, so exciting. You messaged me and I was just like, Jada is the perfect woman to get on the podcast because you are so confident, vivacious, and like we were just saying before, but the things that we do, very similar, just different spaces. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I think as well, like a lot of the things that you do really resonates with me. And that's why I did feature chat originally, because I was like, I feel like when you speak, you're speaking to me. So it's just funny that like, you know, we connect with people and we feel we've already got that relationship with them, even though we don't know them, you know, power of Instagram, right? Absolutely. The power of Instagram and the internet. I actually just did a post on this this morning. The fact that so many women who love and support me and I vice versa them, I've never met before. 
in real yeah. life. But the support is just so, so strong. So I'm just so glad that you reached out and that I connected with you. And now, I'm, yeah, it's great. But for listeners who maybe don't know you, Jada, can you tell us a bit about yourself and your story and how you got started with all the amazing things that you're currently doing? Yeah, so I'm just turned 30, which was a huge milestone um, and a very scary one, to be totally honest with you. Um, from the age of 19, I bought my very first business. From then until now, um, I've owned and operated seven businesses, um, three of which I still own and run today. My passion is definitely, you know, health and well-being, fitness, um, eating great food and living a really healthy um, lifestyle. Obviously, being a business owner, that's something that it's about juggling, juggling all together. Um, I've got a master's in business as well. So I've been was studying for eight years, um, numerous different degrees um, and different certifications. But I finally found that my passion was small business and helping other people, especially women just like me. So from then until, you know, the last couple of years, I recently launched my real passion, which is Boss Lady Events. So that's a community for women just like you and I uh, to come together and we do face-to-face -face networking events. Uh, we have motivational and inspirational speakers and we have a great lunch and get to dress up and have a really good time. So that business at the moment is my side hustle, to be totally honest with you. Um, that's the one that I, you know, jump out of bed in the morning for and absolutely love what I do and, and get to meet ladies just like you. Um, and it's in a space where we're really there to support each other. It's about friendship and it's about being able to talk about, you know, being vulnerable about our career and goals and dreams and helping and supporting each other along the way. So that's what I'm doing at the moment. I do also have a pizza shop with my husband, which I, I know we just talked then about your husband being a great pizza maker. Um, if only we were closer, I could give him a job or get him a shop, one or the other. <laughs> he would love that. He talks about that all the time, but he loves just cooking in general. Yeah. So I can't say I'm, I'm the same. Yeah. It's great for me because I just eat all the food and be like, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, so I've got the pizza shop with my husband as well, and that's, that's our main source of income. Um, and then I juggle Boss Lady events and Boss Lady Media as well on the side. So I'm very busy. I was going to say, so busy, juggling yeah. so many things. But I think certain people thrive off having multiple yeah. things going at once. And I think you're definitely one of those. I am one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same. I feel like I like a balance, but I also like to be keeping busy. So yeah. I feel like in different times, like, during everything that's going on right now, a lot of people, you know, just want to chill out and do their own thing. But I think it's yeah. important to stay inspired and passionate. And I'm always juggling multiple different things because I'm like, yeah. I'll slow down. I'll just... I'll you just, crash. Yeah, you do. You and do. you crash. You start realizing how tired you really are. Yeah. I'm a big advocate for self-care, but I definitely mm -hmm. do prefer to be really busy. Um, and with everything that's been going, we've been lucky enough to still have our pizza shop open. That's amazing. So we've been working more than ever because, you know, with cutting down staff and uncertain times, um, you know, you've really got to put that focus and extra love into the business, even though my husband's been there for nearly 20 years. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's definitely crazy times at the moment. Which I can imagine is really hard. And a couple of things, I think I would say self-care looks different for everyone. I think Definitely, yeah. Need to slow down at certain times, but you just need to listen to yourself and know yourself well enough, which it sounds like that you do. Can you tell us a bit about 
going back about your body image and how it's been an important part of your business and building your business and your confidence in business as well because I know a little bit about your story but I would love to know yeah. how your body image and how you see yourself has really affected what you do in business. So it's really the real reality is I'm I'm actually a really petite size six so I'm a tiny little thing mm-hmm. um, as people like to say or very skinny and I think that, you know, with a lot of people, they think that when you're saying to comments and things to people about, you know, you're, you're fat or you look great or you're so skinny, then it can really depend on the person and how they're interpreting that. Uh-huh. So with me, for example, I've been hearing all my life, um, oh my God, you're so skinny. Have you, do you eat? Do you, mm-hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, actually I do. I lead a really healthy lifestyle. I actually eat a lot of food. And I train my butt off at the gym or at the moment, you know, in the park. But it's hearing those comments in itself, even though people go, but why would you get upset hearing all the time you're really skinny? And I'm like, because it's just as, like, it's just as makes people just as insecure as hearing all the time, oh, you've put on weight or is something wrong? Or, you know, you might've gotten a bit fat or whatever it might be. So I think for me with my confidence, it's really all started in my mind. And this has been something my mum has really, you know, pushed onto my sister and I since we've been young. And that's just about accepting yourself as you are. We're all different shapes and sizes. You know, I've been 15 kilos heavier than I am now when I went overseas traveling for three months and I wasn't living a healthy lifestyle. But I definitely think it's really important to be careful what you're saying to people before you say it. Even to the skinny girl that's, you know, got really skinny arms and tiny little waist and no butt. Um, it's it's about the way that we say things and, and what we're saying to people. Just don't make comments about their weight. I think that's something that we should really be doing is don't say anything. You can say someone looks beautiful or great or, you know, but just don't make it about what they're weighing or what the scale may say, whether they're skinny or, you know, middle size or if they maybe are a bit overweight. Like I think we should be looking at people and saying, you look really healthy would be better than saying you look really skinny or you look really overweight or you need to drop weight or whatever comes from, you know, what you're saying in terms of me, it's definitely daily affirmations are a huge one for me, especially, you know, having to get in front of audiences and do run events, host events or run educational workshops for business owners and companies. Um, I try to dress, to my body that's one of the things that have really developed over the years is one dressing to my body shape dressing to my mood as well i know that sounds crazy <laughs> but for example you know if i'm at time of the month i'll usually wear something i'll usually wear all black and i'll accentuate the areas that i'm feeling confident in like i have a really tiny waist so i wear a lot of high-waisted stuff and i'm busty on the top because i've had my boobs done um, so I would wear low cut so I don't look too top heavy. And then, but then on the lower half, I actually don't have any shape. I'm really quite small and straight. So I try to wear things that are a little bit more, that kind of make me look as if I do have some sort of curve, but I don't really. So definitely dressing to my body shape and dressing to how I'm feeling. If I'm feeling flirty and fun and fabulous, I'm definitely wearing bright, bold colors. and as well with that is I tell myself positive affirmations every single day. So this is something that I really, really drive with my clients. 
you know, being a business coach, I speak to a lot of clients and confidence is one of the things that we actually need to learn to have a successful business, even though people don't seem to realize that, but it's, mm. it's actually step number one is having confidence in yourself mm. and being able to build that trust with other people. Because if you're feeling self doubt or you're feeling you know, not at your best, people can see that and feel that. And it's more than likely that they won't want to do business with you because you're unsure. Absolutely. So that's oh. a big one um, as well. I love so many points there. And I absolutely love the fact that you've come on and you're speaking to maybe a more petite sized woman, because I think when it yeah. comes to body positivity and body confidence and Vopo, all the stuff you see on Instagram, a lot of it is for the bigger girls and we're supporting yeah. them and their curves and we love that. But I think it's also important to remember that everybody is just a body. That's all it is. And yeah. we should be supporting everyone as long as they're happy, as you said, healthy and they're taking care yeah. of themselves and that's their body size. Why not celebrate it if you're a size 20 or you're a size six? Like it really... Yeah we should not be putting someone and saying you have to be a size 14 to be body positivity yeah. and all of that because yeah. it's just not the case. And even I, like I'm a, I'm a 12, not that it matters, yeah. but I've had women message me and say, you can't talk about body positivity and all that kind of stuff because you can shop in regular stores and go to the yeah. mall and stuff like that. And I just think, that's really sad that you feel that way because body positivity is about being positive about your body. That's it. Yes. The, the body that you have and the body that you have been like, God has given you and your mom and your yeah. dad gave you like, you can't change it. So why would it only be for a certain group of people? And I understand there's, you know, there's not as much accessible for bigger women. And I think that's yeah. the message and that's important too. And we need to get yeah. that but it should be about diversity. Everyone is different and it's just loving and yeah. it's yourself. And it's so beautiful that your mom has raised you to believe that. She used to actually do this super crazy thing to us. And she used to make us cut off the tags, like the size tags on our clothing. Oh my God. I've never heard of that. And I'm telling you because my sister, she used to be quite big, right. bigger than me, should I say. Um, but yeah, my mum used to make us cut off the tags because she's like, it doesn't matter what size you're wearing. Yeah. If you feel comfortable, the clothes will actually look better on you. So cut off the size six or cut off the size, you know, 16 mm. and actually just embrace that these are the clothes that fit me. The size is irrelevant. 100%. And it really helps your mental health. I love that. And it's such amazing that you had, your mum did that because I think it's so important. A lot of girls get like caught up on the fact that, oh, this is not my size. Like I'm definitely a size 12 and this is a size 14. Yeah. I'm not wearing this, but it's like, if it, that piece of clothing, all right, they may not have made it to size, but if it looks good and you feel good in it, that's really yeah. all that matters. It's not about a Definitely. And when you're wearing clothes that fit you in terms of, even if it's a 12 or 14 or 20, whatever size it is, when it does actually fit, you actually look healthier because it's not tight and digging in and looking uncomfortable, making you actually look even less unpresentable than if you just bought the size up. But because of your mental state, you're saying, I'm not going to buy a 12 or a 14 because that's not my size. Yeah. So do yourself a favor, try it on and then cut off the tag and it will help you more than you'll ever know. Cause you'll never be looking at that going, Oh, I'm this size. 
because you're just wearing clothes that fit you. Absolutely. What a great tip. I've never heard that one. And that's (laughs) like, if you are, if you do feel like you're controlled by, you know, tags and numbers and things like that, cut it off. I love that. Yeah. 100%. For sure. That's such a good tip. God, your mum's amazing. She sounds like amazing. And I'd also love to know when it comes to business and like like you were saying before as well about commenting on someone's weight, which is so unnecessary. Like when I look at you, I see a very strong, powerful, confident businesswoman, which thank you. You are so welcome and you're very inspiring. And I'd love to know when it comes to business, what's one of the hardest things that you've had to overcome? I think it's, I'm going to have to say it's not comparing and that's you know it's not only just body image or the way that we look but you know I'm actually originally from Scotland so you will hear some of my words I do (laughs) actually I was like should I ask what the accent is from I was just like it's only some words where you're just like oh it's some yeah so I mix between like an Aussie accent and a little bit of Scottish because some of my words I can't actually get my tongue around them in Aussie so one of the biggest things I've I've had to overcome is my voice because obviously I'm speaking to majority of my role, my businesses is speaking, whether it's publicly, whether it's to small or large groups or at events or one-to-one just like we are now. So one of the biggest things I had to overcome was definitely, you know, accepting that this is my voice and that sometimes I won't be able to say words in Aussie and that's all right. So that was one of them. The second thing would definitely have to be painting that picture of image. So people go, she's a businesswoman, she has multiple businesses, but while she's really relaxed and quite casual in terms of like the way I speak, how I interact, the way that I build relationships because I want to build genuine relationships. So I actually don't say, hi, how are you? I'm like, hey, how's it going? What's happening? That's the way I speak. So accepting that that's the way that I am and being confident enough to be in a room full of professionals and being like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. And they're all looking at me like, why is this woman wearing pink when she should be wearing black? <laughs> I absolutely love that about you. And that's what, you know, your accent and all of that and wearing pink when you should be wearing black, that's what makes you unique and memorable and makes you stand out. Yeah. And to be able to wear pink when everyone else is wearing black and be able to talk the way you talk it's just like that is pure confidence in itself. I love yeah. that. I'd love to know how do you, because I feel like sometimes people, when they're on like live streams or YouTube or podcasts or whatever, I even find it happening to myself sometimes. And I have to be like, well, that's not how I speak. That's so, not me. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as the camera comes up or you're standing in front of a room, you just go into automatic, like proper. Like, how do you just push through that and just be yourself and be confident in who you are without putting on a facade? Um, I usually just start with a super lame joke because I'm really like, my personality is like really, my humor is really lame. Same. So like, I like love dad jokes and stuff like that. So I would usually say something like that and then I would laugh because I would think that that's funny. (laughs) And then that usually breaks the awkwardness and then you start feeling like you. Oh, I love that. That's such so, a- yeah, like a lame joke or something awkward or just be the person that starts the conversation. Yeah. With, hey, how's it going? How are you doing? What's happening? And it can be that simple. Like I know, 
we say to women, like, you have to connect, network, go to these events yeah. that Jada runs and all of these things. And sometimes they're like, oh, that person was really rude, but actually they were just really shy. And if you had to just say yes. hello to them or put yourself yeah. out there and you would have made that connection. So it's so important just to be like, hey, how's it going? Be yourself. So I love yeah. that. And speaking of that, you have created an alter ego. Yes. And I would love to know <laughs> how you came up with Jada Perfect and its significance. So it started back uh, when I was super young. My sister used to always call me perfect. Right. She'd be like, my sister's so beautiful. She's so perfect. She's so smart. She was always, because my mum was really driving us to, you know, with positive affirmations and, you know, you've got to always be positive and not using any negative talk. And so we really used to bounce off each other. My sister being a, she was at the time quite bigger than me in terms of size. Um, she was a dancer. I was better at sports. So all the things that I'd done really well, she didn't do well and all the things that vice versa. Mm. So she used to always just say, perfect. You know, Jade is my perfect. Jade is my perfect. And it kind of became like a bit of a joke. Um, my name is actually Jade, J-A-D-E. But my sister has never called me that. She just always called me Jada. And then everyone else kind of started to follow. So even my mum doesn't say Jade. It's only really my husband and my dad. Oh, really? <laughs> they, oh, yeah. Like all my friends, my staff, my teams, everyone in my life, my community, everyone calls me Jada. So Jada kind of came about and then it just kind of went together. Jada, perfect. And then it wasn't until years and years later that people would be like, what's your name? And I just used to say Jada, perfect. And then I realized, wait, hold on a second. This is actually like Lady Gaga calling herself Lady Gaga, but that's not really her name. Um, and then I just started showing up as her. So when I was having, you know, self-doubt creep in or I was having a bad day or I wasn't sure I was getting nervous or whatever it might be, I'd just be like, okay, put your JP face on, put your boss lady face on. And then I used to just constantly show up as her. So I find that, you know, when you're trying to build relationships with people or build a community, build a business or even build yourself, um, being obligated to other people actually makes you overcome so many more fears. And, and that's, that's how she kind of came about. So now I actually am Jada Perfect. Like that is my name. That's, I don't even think what is my name because that is my name. That's the person I am now because I'm constantly showing up as her. Yeah, and you just kind of like owned that name and claimed it and now yeah. you're embodying it. And I love that. And I think having an alter ego or whatever it is you want to call it, having that vision of the woman you want to become, whether you want to become more yeah. confident or more self-aware or more positive, like the things that your mom was telling you, you know, only positivity, stuff like that. Yeah. And envisioning you as that person, you're like, okay, how can I show up as her? So I love that yeah. you have that. And I think creating an alter ego is such a great way to be able to do that. And almost, I don't know if it's fake it till you make it, but just continue to show up and take, take action for yourself. So I love that. Yeah. When you do actually create this alter ego, you go into that headspace of, I need to make this happen now. So I know before I go out, you know, on stage at any events or anything I do, I'm like, okay, get, put your boss lady face on. Like, this is your moment. So mm. when I'm showing up as Jada Perfect, I've got to give up my all. I've got to be fearless and I've got to be confident and I've got to be, you know, a leader 
I've got to show other people that this can be done and you can do it. Mm. But taking that ownership yourself is so important and it all streams from being confident. That's the thing, the confidence, it stems from everything that you're doing in your life. And it translates into everything as well. Every relationship, business, career, how we look, how we feel, how we dress. It's everything. It's so important. For sure. And like you said, you start to take that into your day-to-day relationships and it's no longer just, you know, when you're at a speaking gig or whatever, it's day-to-day. You start to become yeah. a more confident, empowered person. Yep. I would love to know when you first got started in all this, did you have the normal sort of nerves or jitters or like, you know, when you're speaking sometimes and you have like that gulp in your throat and you're just so <laughs> nervous. And, but once you start doing the live streams and all of that stuff, I'm sure it got easier, but how did you deal with that to start off with? The real truth is I never got uh, nervous before. I'm always nervous after. Right. So at the start, it's like excitement. I feel really excited and I just want to see everyone and hug them and, help them and do something for them and it kind of started off like that but it's it's afterwards it's afterwards I'm like wow did I give value did I have I you know left a footprint have I have I made a difference so I think it's definitely afterwards is when I feel nervous when I was in primary school I used to get like a super red tomato face and cry when I was like public speaking I just couldn't do it yeah um and then I used to just practice like I tell people even with me, like my confidence has come from practicing it every single day. Not just happened overnight. Yes, my mom has definitely implemented a lot of things into us, but it's about practicing it. Like if you're if you're doing live streams and you're wanting to speak on Instagram or Facebook or whatever it might be, get your phone and start recording yourself without anyone watching, and then watch those videos back. Don't see what you've done wrong, but see what you can improve. So, for example, um is a huge one. Mm. Count how many times you said um. And then on your next video, make sure you beat that. So, if you've done 10, make sure on the next one it's nine or eight or seven. Mm. So, it's practicing. And we can all practice in our own home, in our, you know, somewhere where we feel safe. For sure. And I think people get so caught up in as soon as they feel fine and as soon as they go live or do something, it's instant nerves. But even for me, with you know, my YouTube channel and things like that, you watch some of my old videos back. And I remember at the time thinking, oh God, like I was so just like quiet. And I would say, um, and ah, and question myself all the time. Yeah. But over time you become a bit louder, a bit more confident in what you're saying. Yeah. And you remember, oh, I said, um, a lot or this a lot. And it's really annoying. Like even when I listen back to podcasts, I say certain things where I'm just like, stop saying that. But I wouldn't, I, you wouldn't know if you didn't listen back and you didn't yeah. start somewhere. So you're going to Exactly. Progress. And, you know, pro- progression is great because you can look back and see how far you've come. For sure. Absolutely. But if, you're, but if you're perfect always, if you start and, you know, you're the best person ever at doing podcasts, there's no real way to improve or be better because you're already amazing. Mm, absolutely. And when people come to me and say, oh, I want to start a YouTube channel, but I need the perfect background. I need the camera. Or I, before I start a podcast, I need a microphone. I need this and that. And it's just like, yeah. if you've got a phone, just start somewhere. Yeah. One, see if you like it. And if it fulfills you, makes you happy. Great. Yeah. Then keep filming, see where you need to improve. Maybe then you get some lighting and this and that, but you just need to yeah. start. And I think people 
get scared and hold themselves back. And it's actually without even realizing they're self-sabotaging because yeah, definitely. And also as well, it's the procrastination of I want to, I'm going to, but I need to wait until it is perfect and it's never going to be. Yeah. Like even you said, looking back at your old videos and your old podcasts, you you can see how much you've improved. That's everyone. Yeah. Even my videos from back when I started, I watch them now and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but it's better to put out something than nothing. Exactly. Because if you put nothing, you're not going to be seen or heard or make a difference. Exactly. Because you're not even there. That's it. And people get caught up, I think, as well with the numbers or I'm only going to have two people watching or this yeah. and that. And it's just like, you have to start somewhere. Yeah, I remember when I used to do live videos, I would do it at like crazy times when I know that the numbers would be really low. No one would be watching live. Mm-hmm. And then they would, you feel better. Like you feel like, I don't know, I just felt like I wasn't as, it wasn't as daunting. Yeah. When there was only two people watching me, I was so happy when it was only two people. <laughs> that's it. And that's the thing you have to do and find what works for you. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to learn is putting yourself outside your comfort zone. And I love that. Definitely. I would love to know when it comes to being positive and taking action and not letting yourself or others hold you back with self-sabotage or negativity, whatever, what, how do you implement no negative self-talk around me or that kind of bubble where you're just like, you don't put up with that and whether it's family, friends, whatever. I just say it to them. I'm really open and upfront. So a lot of my girlfriends, if they say, you know, they might say, Oh, this doesn't look good. I'm like, sorry. And they're like, sorry, Jada, I didn't mean that. So it's like, I just have words and sayings, looks, or if someone, you know, drops the hate bomb, which I'm not a fan of, I'm like, "Mm, that doesn't sound really nice. Mm, So it's just calling it out. I just call it out. I'm like, "Mm -mm, no hate talk, no negative talk around me. Thank you. You can keep that to yourself. Another time, another place. And what usually happens is those people that are around me all the time, they actually start realizing that they're doing that. And then they become aware that they're doing it. And then I bring to their attention that they should listen to other people that do that. And also tell that person, you know, you shouldn't speak to yourself like that's really not nice. Or that does not make you feel good. But they're really powerful words you're using. Don't, don't say that. It's really hurtful. You might not be hurting someone else, but you're hurting yourself by saying I look ugly or fat or whatever it is that you're saying. It's just, it's not nice. And, and that is our thought. Mm. by telling yourself all the time that you're ugly you actually start believing that but if you start telling yourself all the time i'm so beautiful then you'll actually start to believe that your brain is so powerful and you Mm. can trick it and teach it into doing anything you want so it's just bringing it to people's attention that they're doing it and then Mm. just saying like i'm not comfortable with you saying that in front of me like please don't say that i don't like it that's upsetting me by you hating on yourself don't do it I love that method. So many things then. I think you're right because our brain is trained in a certain way from a young age to believe certain things and you have those neuro pathways, but you can, yep. if you keep walking the same path of positive affirmations of I am beautiful, I can do this. You can retrain yep. your brain, like you said. And 100%. So I, 100%. I love and the, the people who are around me, they always kind of make jokes about it, that they're not allowed to do it when I'm there. And we have a bit of a joke called WWJD. One of my girlfriends, Heather and Courtney, they came up with that. 
and it would be like when they're about to do something or they're wanting to do something but they feel as if like fear is creeping in or they're not sure or they're feeling awkward or scared they'll just be like wwjd and then they're like i'm gonna do it so they'll be thinking if i was jada right now what would she do and then they do that and it's like it started it was like everything kind of starts off as a joke actually now that i think about it it's all like my friends are taking the piss out of me and then it becomes serious <laughs> positive outcome it's working (laughs) that's that's amazing and sometimes you just need that you need that positive or that empowered person in your life to then take that on board because it's like just building your community those women take on your positivity and I love that your method is not to try and fix women and say oh no you're not you're perfect blah blah it's just none of that talk around me and I think that's so important to preserve your own energy because if you were yeah. there all day just trying to build them up when they're just tearing themselves down, it's impossible. But if you can just bring to their attention that you don't yeah. accept that, then that's such a beautiful method of doing things. Yeah. And what we do as well as people, like I know from watching, you know, my community, my friends, my family, is that they actually start to realize that and they start mm. to actually adapt those positive habits as well. So I think that's really important as well that, you know, I'm not just doing it because I don't want that negativity around me. It's I actually don't want to see you putting that onto yourself because you are beautiful and you are gorgeous and you are a great person. And, you know, you bring so much to the table. Why can't we concentrate on what you do great instead of what you think you don't do well or the way that you look or your dress size? Like it's all irrelevant. All these negative things are so irrelevant. I could not agree more. And yeah everything you just said and more that is such a positive way to look at things because we can only try and do so much but like you said you want them to see their potential and how far they can go but they have to believe in themselves and be working on themselves and their own self-development to actually do that so definitely your message and everything you're doing is so so important I would love to know What's your mission at the moment? What are you working on? I know it's very uncertain times at the moment, but what are you really yeah. passionate about right now? Um, at the moment, it's really just the community. So mm-hmm. this is always what I'm passionate about, whether we're doing events or, you know, we're on pause or whatever it is. It's just knowing that at Boss AD events, we are a community that are there for long term. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not there for a sale. We're not there for a quick chat. We're there to actually build long lasting relationships and be there when they need us. So, you know, for example, with you at the moment, with moving and everything happening in your crazy life, um, it's just acknowledging that we're here if you do need us. So we're here to listen. We're here for the chats. We're here for the talks. We're here for the services if you need them. Mm. But it's about long-term, like it's a long-term relationship we're wanting to build. Mm. Um, And it's knowing that there's other people in the community just like you that you can leverage with and chat to and support with. Our main driver is definitely helping women to gain financial freedom, finding out what their purpose is and their passion and mixing that together to make profit. But I think to simplify it, it's really just being in a safe, open space to know that we're there for each other whenever it may be. We're not best friends. We're not in each other's pocket. We're women that are from all different walks of life, ethnicities, um, places, you know, industries, but it's just knowing that, you know, we're there for each other when we need to be. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's, that's it. It's not really anything hard. It's just really simplified, really. It's just showing up. It's showing up for each other when we need to. 
For sure. And I think when you have others to show up for, it just reminds you that you need to continue to show up for yourself. And definitely. I love what you're doing. I Once all this is said and done, I'm definitely going to be at the next event. I'm so excited for just interaction again and high yes. vibes and all the energy. <laughs> but I think events are so important because when you are feeling a bit down or maybe you've moved to a new city or a new place and you've got no one, like I remember yeah. I shared my story on Instagram today where I moved to Melbourne and I made some friends at university, but I went from a small country town and knowing a lot of people and having all my friends there. Yeah. And when you move or you don't have people in your area, you can feel so isolated. Definitely. And it's heartbreaking because yeah. we feel alone and that's when we start to pick ourselves apart. Mm, exactly. Exactly. And when you have events like these and you're able to find community online, it's game-changing honestly definitely and with we've got because we've done an event last year in melbourne our first one we were meant to have two this year so i'm praying that we get there oh. um but even even from that like before i had the melbourne event we had um i know you had jesse on your podcast recently who i'm a huge fan of and i absolutely love, we love and Shani as well yeah. and they're from melbourne and honestly the power of reaching out through social media and just telling someone hi you inspire me i you know, love to be your friend or love to have a chat or I love what you're doing is huge because you don't know where that potential hello could lead to down the track. hundred percent. Oh, I've, I've lived that. I've lived so many experiences with Shani and Jesse and Jenna. How beautiful are they? Yeah, they're so beautiful. There's so many women like that, that yeah. I've actually, right before this happened, I met those girls and I met Jenna and they're on similar paths and you're just like, how freaking fabulous that we never probably would have crossed paths, even though we're yes. 15 minutes down the road. But yeah. thanks to events, thanks to social media, like it's such, yeah. it can be such a positive thing. It just depends how you use it. Exactly. And then even with bringing people from other states, like in my community, I know there is so many women where I'm like, okay, you need to know this person. I'm going to introduce you guys because you guys are just, you guys would hit it off. Like yeah. I know that you would. So it's, that. it's, funny that that is what happens but again it's all having from confidence having the confidence to go to an event either by yourself or with a friend yeah having the confidence to reach out to someone and say hey i'm totally fangirling you i love what you do which i've done so many times Same. um and and it's it all stems from being confident in yourself if you don't mm. have that it's going to hold you back from so many opportunities friendships so much fun so much you know progression so it's For just sure. so important so important and i think it's it's a lot easier once you just do it and you take action like i know showing yep. up an event at an event by yourself might seem so scary but actually going by yourself might be better than you know going someone with someone that maybe you're comfortable with but they're not in the same you know like mindset or space that you are yep. and just taking them and you only talk to them versus going alone and putting yourself out there and you might meet, meet like two or three people or 10 people and yeah. have all these new friends and it's not actually as hard as you think it is and you yes. tell yourself in your mind you just have to take the action definitely even with you saying that so at boss lady events we do a lot of networking activities where we you know really push people out of the comfort zone yeah. and we get them talking so we give like you know questions or topics or things to say or introduce people to interact with people that they don't know um, and it's so funny that you say that because when people do come alone they always walk away and say i was so afraid to come alone but i really wanted to push myself out of the comfort zone and i've walked away today with so many new friends and i know if i came with someone 
I would have stuck to them. Yeah. I would have met less people because exactly what you just said, yeah. um, you know, you're sticking to them because that's you in the comfort zone. You're not getting pushed out of the comfort zone. A hundred percent. And I know it because I've lived it so many times. Like, and I remember five years ago, I was just like, oh no, I can't. But once you do it, you're just like, oh, it yeah. feels so nice. And I love that. And why didn't I do that before? Exactly. Why didn't I just do it? <laughs> I was like, I'm so fine. And now like you get to the point where you just feel so confident in yourself. It's not even a second thought that you would go to yeah. those things alone. You just so happy to do, do it. And I love that. And I would love to know your top tip for modeling your confidence. I definitely think showing up through your alter ego is a great one. And when I say that, what I mean is create an alias. You don't need to tell anyone about this person, but just create that name, that person. And when you are having those moments of self-doubt and you, you know you need to turn up, but you're just scared or, you know, emotions and all the negatives creeping in, tell yourself a positive affirmation as that alter ego. And that really, really helped me. So definitely showing up. If you can't be yourself and have the confidence to say, I'm going to do this, then you need to put your alter ego face on and show up as her because that person wouldn't care. She wouldn't be, she's fearless. Yeah. She is strong. She is confident. Show up as the woman you want to be through that alter ego. I love it. You <laughs> are so amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Where can people find you, Jada? Thank you so much, so much for having me. I absolutely love what you are doing. I really, really do. And I just want to tell everyone to listen. And I will be telling everyone to listen. Thank you. Um, I'm so, so excited. With, um, with finding me, you can find me through social media on Instagram, Jada underscore perfect or boss lady event. Amazing. Definitely go and check Jada out. She is so empowering. You've been doing some IGTVs and everything that's just like, Yes, show up as your best self and I love it. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast, Jada. We'll speak soon. Definitely. Thank you. Guys, I hope you enjoyed that chat with Jada as much as I did. She is an awesome person to chat to. I cannot wait to catch up in person once the whole coronavirus thing is over and done with. I absolutely cannot wait. She is a beautiful soul. All of Jada's links to Boss Lady events and her own personal pages will be linked down below so that you can find her and all of the amazing work that she is doing to help bring women together and improve their confidence in business as well. So that will be linked down below in the show notes. If you guys did enjoy this episode, I would absolutely appreciate it. I would love you forever. If you left me a review, there is a link in the show notes and it will take you straight to where you can leave a review for me. Some amazing women have already started leaving me reviews and it honestly makes me feel so warm and fuzzy on the inside to just see other women empowering and building each other up. That's what I'm all about. And so I'm going to read a couple of them out to you now because they will hopefully bring some light to your day as well. But we have an amazing review from Alexandria who gave me five stars and said a great episodes after being a guest on Brooke's podcast. I found an array of ep- episodes filled with inspiring, empowering women Brooke has a way of leading the interview in a way that brings out very insightful, thought-provoking and empowering answers from her guests and will have you hooked after one episode. Highly recommend. Thank you so much, Alexandria. I love you and I loved having you on. You were absolutely amazing. 
We also have a review from Kirsty who says, love this and gave me five stars as well. Not just me. She gave all of the amazing women that have been on this podcast a five star. So such a confidence boosting podcast. Love listening to Brooke and all her lovely guests. Definitely a must listen to so many good points and practices to live by. Thank you so much, Kirsty. I absolutely adore you for that. Kajal left a beautiful review saying, highly recommend 100 five stars. And she says, just begun listening to some of Brooke's podcasts. And I have to say they're some of the best ones I've listened to so far. Oh my God. Thank you so much, Kajal. She says the guest podcasts as well as the solo podcasts are amazing, all in caps. And there's always something I'm able to take away and learn from the episodes. Must listen. Good job, Brooke. Kajal, you are so beautiful. Guys, thank you so, so much for taking the time out of your day to leave me a review. It honestly means the world. I appreciate you guys so much for listening. And I really hope that it is bringing value to your life where you feel empowered. You feel like you want to join the community, find your community online and just really chase your goals. That is my mission and my mission to help you love your body, love your mind and love your life. So I hope you are having a beautiful day wherever you are. And I will speak to you guys in the next episode. I love you. Bye.